Anything? Oh, we have levels. I don't really know what I changed and which one was correct, but it's now recording something. Well, so we're back. We did it. I'll put my headphones on now. This is why you need a real sound engineer and not someone who looks up on her phone. Why is my external mic not recording? But did you fix it? Well, I pushed a bunch of buttons. I don't know which one was correct. Here we are, we're back together. We're in the same room for the first time since, when did we record that last time in person? I think February? Yeah, Liam was born. Liam was new. Liam was new. Yes, because Terrence put that tweet that said, yes. I'm with my nephew, he knew. Yeah. He knew. That's, that sounds right. He knew. So we've um, recorded twice since then via the internet, which was not nearly as much fun as being in the same room. It's really nice that only one Thing can have technical difficulties instead of three different computers. That's a great point. Yeah, that's true. So, um, speaking of te technical difficulties, when I edited the files oh, no. from oh, when no. we were <laughs> the last time, the first time we recorded, it seemed to be okay. But the last time we recorded, you remember mine kept just vanishing. Yes. And I kept going, Tammy, can you start from wherever? Because yes. I'm like, it's not capturing it. Well, it captured everything on both ends. I just couldn't see it. Oh, so, like, y'all, y'all, like, went through, and then you're like, hmm. She's gone again. <laughs> well, good, because I told that one story like eight times. So you could just choose the best one. I did, yeah. I picked the one that felt the most cohesive, that like the, you know, the tone flowed oh the best. Yeah. That was hilarious. Tammy and I were just up there like, well, all right, she'll come back eventually. And she's gone again. So I wonder if we should do like a world status update for our six listeners here. Yeah. In case they don't know what's going on In case out there. they don't know what's happening in the world. So this, we're getting ready to record the Kansas episode, which I think, I'm going to look at my calendar. But I think we're looking at, like, mid-August, I think. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Does that sound right? Y'all probably looked up all this, like, nice crackling feedback. I didn't because... Yes. Okay. So, August 23rd is oh. when this one is slated to come out. Oh. We are currently... It's Kevin's birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Kevin. Let's go to Kansas. <laughs> hey. um, it's okay. He's not listening. No. <laughs> no. No, not. he's not. Happy um, birthday, anyway. Happy birthday, anyway. Well, we're actually at the end of June. And so, when this comes out... You know, we, we thought for a long time, like, every time we recorded, we're like, yeah, but, like, this quarantine, it's got it's to be, be slowing down. So, it's like, got to be over soon. Like, quarantine got lifted, but the people in Texas yeah. can't act right. People in Texas, they need, we need help, y'all. They need to take a good seat, because I feel like we're headed for another shutdown. Mm. Talking about who, who raised y'all? That right. meme? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me every that time. That is funny. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that by the time this episode airs, like, the entire world hasn't shut down. Mm. I'm hoping. But who knows? Because we need to get our acts together. Well, let me tell you what's good about when this episode airs. It'll be the end of August. And y'all know that I think August 1st begins Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I started drinking out of my pumpkin wine glasses. No, right. Well, early. look, last year it was May, so the fact that we made it to mid-June. Yeah, June that's true. Year, that's true. That's fair. Proud of you. Our Proud of your progress. Our friend Talia came over this week, and we, we had some champagne and just caught up, and I'm like, would you like a stemless or stemmed pumpkin pumpkin wine pumpkin. glass? <laughs> <laughs> a little, pumpkin. little pumpkin wine glass. Yeah, there, there was no, like, which wine glass would you like? Yeah. It's like, which style of right. the pumpkin mm -hmm. glass? Mm -hmm. She was all over it, so it's I'm funny. sure she was. Yeah, I don't see her objecting to no, that no, no. bit. No, not in, not in life in general. I don't know what that means. Okay, um, <laughs> so maybe I should dive into this packet of notes, as Tammy called it. Oh, let's hear about it. Y'all. Let's hear about Kansas. 
Yeah, Erin asked me to uh, print her notes because she didn't have a printer available at the moment. And I was like, well, you have a whole packet because I just kept coming out of the printer. Tammy and I live together. I think y'all all know this at this point. But I just hear Tammy from the other room. She's like, a whole packet? Uh, made me laugh. You could have printed them double-sided if you wanted to. Well, I could have if care. I wanted to uh, load eight, nine pages into the printer. I know. Take it out of our Patreon funds. Get you some new toner. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> You're right. And, and Mom. Well, here's the thing. Like, I talk fast. Yeah. Right? Sometimes. So, like, I think there's eight or nine pages. This may well be, like, a 13-minute episode. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Right. But for the sake of it, because we wasted a solid seven trying to catch up here, why don't we begin? I'm ready. Okay. So, Kansas is where we are. Now, I was delighted to get Kansas, which probably doesn't make a lot of sense, because you know how I feel about flyover states. But I will say that, like, I don't have a great affinity for these sort of, like, Midwestern corn-growing states. Like, I don't know a lot about them. They're not, like, high-travel destinations as far as, like, you know, Boston or Chicago or something like that. But Kansas... You may, you guys may be familiar with the show Supernatural. Oh, here we yes. go. I've maybe okay. mentioned it one or one hundred times. Yes. Well, it's no secret that for years that has been one of my favorite shows, and I'm holding on to the very bitter end because we are at the end of the series, okay. which got canceled due to COVID. So they're doing kind of a oh. season fifteen point two to finish up the last handful oh of episodes when, yes. when they can go back and finish recording. Uh, which is great, because, like, a show's right. been on the air that long. Like, give it its due diligence. Oh, right. Let it, oh, let it, finish. it should sure. finish correctly. Well, I know y'all don't watch the show, so I won't go into too many details, but the whole premise of the show is that there are these two brothers from Kansas, and they're mm. sort of on the Great American Road Trip for at least, like, the first half of the series. Um, <laughs> but they are from Kansas, and being from Kansas is a big part of kind of their own mythology. Uh-huh. I'm really glad you landed on this one. Oh, then. me too. That's no, I was awesome. delighted. Yeah, because it wouldn't have meant anything to no. me. No. But, like, been like Dorothy Toto? Yeah, you're like, I've heard of Supernatural. And I think maybe because it would have popped up in the research. Mm. But actually, like halfway through the series, they end up with a permanent home in Kansas. So Kansas has kind of become a central character in the series of Supernatural. So it works out really well. And as the two main two main characters, Sam and Dean would say, sounds like our kind of thing. So here we are. Here we are. So um, I mentioned the Winchester brothers. Those are the main characters. Found a permanent residence about halfway through the series in a town called Lawrence, Kansas. Have you ever heard of Lawrence? Lawrence. No. Lawrence, right. I actually hadn't either until it was a part of the show. But do you guys remember in the fall of 2016 when the United States was plagued with reports of creepy clowns around the time of Halloween? Yes. Do you it's not where I thought you were going with that, but yes, I do not remember that. Okay. Yeah, that was my first year in the in my previous school district. That was uh-huh. my first year with them. And oh. like, I'm like, this is not how I imagined doing crisis communications, was, like, right. issuing statements about how we're keeping our students safe from clowns. Like, it's just not what I imagined. Yep. That sounds like a precursor to 2020. I'm not oh sure. Like, we don't even have been. time to get into the fact that that's so true. <laughs> but the town of Lawrence, the real town of Lawrence, Kansas, I mean, it, it's a real town, but in the show, they live there. But the town itself, in real life, just did a really phenomenal job with their social media posts around these creepy clowns and, like, oh. used it as a platform to try to recruit new police officers. Oh. Yeah, it was just very clever. It was very well done. And so, like, the, you know, social, the person who engages with social media on a regular basis in her real job kind of appreciated right. that high level of posting there. They were funny. Um, right. But as it turns out, the most famous urban legend in the state of Kansas takes place only 15 miles from Lawrence in a town called Stull. Oh. Stull? Stull, Kansas, which okay. I had not heard of before I started this research. Hmm. Okay. Hope it's not dull. 
Ha ha ha. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I had to, that, I had to, I'm sorry. that is staying in. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> All right. I like that you're impressed with a pun that wasn't yours. <laughs> you're yes. right. Yeah. Don't get comfortable. <laughs> we won't be doing that again. All right. Let's dive in, ladies. Stull itself is located between the towns of Topeka and Lawrence. You've probably heard of Topeka, with not a lot of markers around it. The most famous part of the town is actually the local cemetery across from the United Methodist Church. The cemetery is watched by townspeople almost all day, and they aren't afraid to call local police if you're caught trespassing. If you can't get permission to be there, it's actually best to not go at all. The small town seems innocent, and most of the people that live there will tell you exactly that. According to everyone, there's nothing weird about any part of this town. Oh, all right. Okay. Right? It's just a tiny little town in a Midwestern state. Nothing weird. I don't like where this is going. The town was known originally as Deer Creek. But in 1899, a man named Sylvester Stoll established a post office. <laughs> Not to be confused with Sylvester Stallone. Not to be confused with Sil- Sylvester Stallone. He established a post office, and his name kind of stuck for the town. Uh, the post office actually didn't last very long and was shut down in 1903, but the town has been known thereafter as Stoll, okay. after okay. this man. So our story begins in the cemetery. Oh, dear. The cemetery that looks like any small-town cemetery, with a tiny exception. It happens to be a gate to hell. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> Why are right. there so many gates to hell? No, no. This is like a gate, gate. A gate to hell. Not yeah. just like a scene of demonic activity. This is a gate to hell. Yeah, kind of like Indiana, the yeah. hundred step. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So casual, right? Just yeah. the gate to hell. Yeah. All right. So according to legend, the cemetery is one of the seven earthside entrances to hell. Okay. So it sort so. of seems appropriate that Supernatural is loosely based there. Sure. Right. So, I mean, obviously... You know, they're letting all these hell things out. Right. Well, that's... I mean, you don't watch the show, but that is well, one of the plot points is they let to. demons out of hell. I have seen, like, various right. bits and pieces of it, enough to know that. Right. I think well, I want to. I think I want to watch it. Oh, Lord. Oh, I, no. I think you do. Sorry. Know. But anyway, that's a, that's a different episode. You're already on Outlander. You can't take on another show right now. <laughs> You're welcome. No. For no. the recommendations. <laughs> okay, so the tiny town of Stull has counted very few residents since it was founded in 1856. The most famous of those residents is rumored to be Lucifer himself, Mm. who some say appears at the town cemetery on Halloween, as well as the spring equinox. They Mm. say he uses the site where a roofless church once stood as a portal to and from hell. Ah. Some say he's drawn to the site of the, because it was a site of frequent witch hangings, and so he's drawn to the site because of that. Others believe one of the graves actually contains Satan's own child. No matter what you believe, new graves continue to be dug, despite warning against trespassers, perhaps referring directly to the Prince of Darkness himself or the cults that are rumored rumored to flock the grounds. Nope. Tiny, innocent little cemetery. I don't like cults. I'm not a big fan of cult activity, no. Okay, so where it came from. (laughs) I'm not a big fan. (laughs) Just real casual there. Let's just glance right past that. (laughs) All right. The first published article about... The, um, the horrors in Stoll Cemetery is traced back to a 1974 article in the University Daily Kansan. The whispers have persisted since about 1900. This was the first published report. Okay. The, the whispers. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the article said that the cemetery is haunted by demonic de- <laughs> by demonic beings and presences. These events take place either once or twice a year, depending on the story that you've heard, but Halloween's always the main event. According to the legend, on Halloween night, an endless stairway opens up in the earth, and the devil himself appears in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. That's casual. Mm-hmm, casual. 
Through the years, stories of vehicles moving by themselves, strange winds blowing the wrong direction, and spirits returning from the graves have become commonplace. Mm. In 1998, a tree known as the Hanging Tree was torn down to stop people from visiting. However, it's not less than the need for the small town to bolster an annual police presence to deter visitors for looking for a glimpse of the devil. Good grief. Ew. Why are Why people, people so intent? Devil. No, yeah, uh-uh. Not interested. So the town insists that there's nothing spooky, nothing supernatural, but there was an interesting report that I discovered independently in the research. So I'm getting better with research. I used to grab like the first one or two articles and then just copy and paste, and that's why I would get so confused reading, because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> look at these notes. I'm like, huh? What are we talking about? But I'm getting better about pulling from multiple sources, yeah. and actually, I mean, I speak like it's a narrative, which I know probably bothers some people, but it's easiest for me when I research I it to write it this way. Yeah. Um, but so this, I, I think I pulled from like seven different sources and we probably need to start citing our sources, which I did okay. not do for here. Okay. Anyway, I discovered this particular report in the research. It's hard to tell when legends are true and false, right? Like there's mm-hmm. stories. We don't always know the origin. Right. But once the Vatican is involved, you know that it is a little bit suspicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kansas drew the attention of the Vatican. Reportedly, Pope John Paul II declared Stull Cemetery evil. It was either 1993 or 95. They're kind of conflicting reports. But allegedly, the Pope was meant to make a public appearance in Colorado. And he redirected his private flight to avoid the airspace over Stull because he refused to fly over unholy ground. My goodness. And this one was substantiated. So, sorry, let me just make sure I'm keeping up correctly. The people who live in Stull swear that there's nothing Nothing. strange about it. But anybody outside of Stull will go to the cemetery to try, like, people outsiders come yeah there's tons of people that try to come on halloween because mm-hmm. halloween's supposed to be the day the devil appears and so like they've got constant police pr- they actually have constant pl- police presence all the time but halloween particularly mm-hmm. like you can be fined i think i cover that a little bit later in the research you can be jailed like they take it very seriously Jeez. but it's kind of like the town collectively the townspeople are like is quit. like built bought into this narrative mm-hmm. that there's nothing weird. all right quit making it hot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly ah. um so the cemetery looks pretty innocent it's a small wi- midwestern cemetery small Midwestern town, nothing spooky about it from the outside. So let's dive into the legend. <laughs> let's hear it. I'm in. The basic premise of the legends regarding Stoll go like this. Somewhere within the tiny rundown Stoll Cemetery is a set of hidden steps which descend directly to the netherworld. The steps are nearly impossible to find and are covered by a hidden seal which only opens on Halloween and depending on the version of the legend you have heard, potentially the spring equinox. If one does manage to find these steps, they should never venture... They should never venture down them because it is impossible to ever return. Okay. The entire cemetery, even beyond containing a gateway to hell, is supposedly an evil place. The main focus of this evil was a dilapidated, crumbling church that stood up until very recently. This church was used by witches and occult groups for worship. The church had no ceiling, but it was said that rain would never fall inside it. If one was to take two bottles and hold them in the formation of an inverted cross, it would be impossible to break them against the walls of the church. A few years ago, the church was bulldozed without the consent of those who owned the land that it stood upon. No one is sure who knocked down the church and why they chose to do so. Mm. Okay. Hmm. But nothing's going on there. But there's nothing, nothing weird about the cemetery at all. Okay. Also within the cemetery was an imposing, imposingly tall pine tree, the aforementioned hanging tree, which stood until 1998 when it was destroyed to dissuade thrill-seekers. Even though the tree was perfectly healthy, it was cut down the day before Halloween. This tree grew directly through a headstone, splitting it in half. Local <laughs> lore held that the tree was used to hang witches before the land was allotted as a memorial ground. 
Both the church and the tree were considered landmarks of evil, which would help lead the way to the mystical steps the mystical steps to hell located nearby. Wait, if the tree was already there before the graveyard, then how did it split the tombstone? Like, how did it grow through the tombstone? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe it just continued to grow and the roots got bigger. Oh, like it grew out, not yeah, up yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, right. Out. Right, oh, exactly. It. it split. The tree split that, but not like gotcha. straight vertically. Yeah. That's a great question. In Stoll's history, there have been a few strange facts which speak to the local reputation of this being a cursed area. First, in the early 1900s, a boy was accidentally burned to death by his own father. Ooh. How do you accidentally never... Okay. That's that's all I could find on it. It's just Weird. that there was a, a very tragic accident yeah. that a boy was accidentally burned. Um, a few years later, a man in town was found hanging from a tree. Both of these took place near a road known as Devil's Road, which appears on old maps of Stull, although the road no longer exists today. Okay. okay. Bunch of shady characters. Yeah. Sounds so like. the whole town <clears throat> could be a... Could be a giant cult. conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. We don't know. It seems as far back as anyone can remember, Stull, Kansas has long been a place of mysterious deaths, mysterious deaths and associations with the Dark Prince. Really dramatic. I could have just said the devil. I don't know why I had to say the Dark Prince. Could have said <coughs> old scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable with how evil this episode is. Okay. Uh, One of the most important legends is that the old church served as one of the seven portals to hell. This version of the legend says that the devil reportedly makes a personal appearance in the cemetery on Halloween at midnight to visit the grave of a witch with whom the devil had a child. Their child is said to materialize in the surrounding woods, taking on the form of a werewolf. Oh, sure. Because why not? Mm -hmm. Right. Just throw it all in there. Just, I mean... Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, Visitors who have made midnight trips to the cemetery have fallen victim to various mysterious phenomena. Many of them have reported experiencing missing time, which we've seen in lots of stories. Mm -hmm. Um, They found that although, according to their watches, they've been there for several hours, they remember next to nothing. Mm -mm. No, thank you. No. Well, okay. To jump sideways a bit, I don't really understand why you just decide to spend the night in a graveyard. No. Like, I Correct. can't think of a scenario where I'm like, this sounds like a good plan. Right, now. So many people do, though, and I don't mm-hmm. understand. Nah. But I'm, I'm not one of them. No. I'm fine. For those who dare to camp out behind the church for a night or two, because yeah, one's not enough, do a mm-hmm. second one, um, they will hear weird and awful noises. People right. who are brave enough to try are encouraged to spend the night behind the church to avoid patrols performed by the local police that occur every hour or two. People are encouraged to bring lots of extra batteries for their flashlights because they will have problems with their flashlights going out mysteriously. Okay. Which love. we see lots. Anytime there's anything supernatural, like they suck, you know, right. phone batteries, flashlight batteries, like batteries and generally mm-hmm. drain. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also be a good idea to bring warm clothing, a tent, and a cell phone. Not to mention telling a friend where you will be in case the devil tries to take you to hell with oh, him. you know, because your friend's you really going to be able to do something about hell. that. I'm thinking, do you really prep a tent and mm-hmm. go pitch a tent in a graveyard like you're not sleeping if you're staying there overnight right no. like it's not like you need to get comfortable i don't know whatever it's not me i don't even camp in like broken bow <laughs> okay <laughs> that ain't none of my business there are stairs that lead somewhere they're behind the church on the right side if you're facing the church and they are not easy to find because they're well covered by grass that has grown over the top of the lid that covers them it's not easy to find them but they do exist there are no known reports of people who have attempted to descend the steps and have been able to report back. Oh. So take that as you will. 
Mm. Yeah, I didn't Ew. like that either. Pass. No known reports. Nope. Today, mysterious people guard stole from disturbances. Stories abound of curious people being terrorized and chased out of stole by pickup trucks. Some say that these trucks would trail intruders for over 20 miles, and this has led to further speculation <laughs> that there's something going on in stole that someone wishes mm-hmm. to hide. Yeah. Whatever that is. Gross. <clears throat> I don't like this. Something's going on here. We're not going to Kansas. We're not going We're not going to Stoll. <laughs> uh, locals actually hate the history of the cemetery because of the damage that it's done to the town, which mm. makes sense. That's why they're chasing people That's away. That's why they're chasing people <laughs> away, probably. Yeah, there may not be anything shady. They just don't want people. <laughs> like, get out. Stoll is tiny, and it's a sleepy town, so visitors stick out like a sore thumb. Uh. Fair. In 1988, almost 500 people gathered at the cemetery waiting for a no-show devil. Oh, my God. They caused so much damage to the property that officers have patrolled the grounds on Halloween ever since. If you're hoping to catch a glimpse on All, ha- All Hallows' Eve, prepare to get slapped with a $1,000 fine and potential six months in jail. They take wow. it that seriously. Pass. Mm-hmm. Hollywood's paid attention, too. I've mentioned Supernatural, the show on the CW, several times in this episode, but one of the show's episodes actually shot scenes in the cemetery. So the church and surrounding graveyard on Emanuel Hill is in the season five episode called Swan Song as the site for Michael and Lucifer's final battle. This is one of the most famous scenes and episodes in the show's 15-year run, and it was originally intended to be the series finale of the show. And it got picked up for a sixth season. I know, Tammy, you'll probably not watch it, but like, 15 years of episodes is a lot. This is one that you remember. Like, it's just a very important episode. It is featured again in the first episode of season six when Sam Winchester is resurrected and wakes up in the infamous graveyard. The cemetery makes its final appearance in the season 11 episode, The Devil in the Details, where Lucifer takes Sam on a trip down memory lane. So it's been in three different episodes. Okay. Not every ghost story about Stoll Cemetery is from an unnamed source. In fact, one of the world's biggest pop stars has seen the region's demons firsthand. Ariana Grande okay. wound up visiting Stoll Cemetery during a scheduled performance in Kansas City and spoke to Complex, uh, which is a publication, about the bizarre things that happened. So I'm just going to quote, read her words, okay? Mm-hmm. So quote, I felt this sick, overwhelming feeling of negativity over the whole car, and we smelled sulfur, which is the sign of a demon, and there was a fly in the car randomly, which is another sign of a demon, and I was like, this is scary, let's leave. I rolled down the window before we left, and, sa- and I said, We apologize. We didn't mean to disrupt your peace. Then I took a picture, and there are three super distinct faces in the picture. They're faces of textbook demons, end quote. Gross. Ariana didn't have the picture as proof because she deleted it after she tried to send it to her manager and got an error message saying, This file can't be sent. It's 666 megabytes. She had kept the image in a folder, but claimed weird and terrifying things kept happening to her. The weird things she described are pretty terrifying. Again, I'll quote her. Quote, I was going to sleep about two weeks ago. I had just gotten off the phone, and as soon as I closed my eyes, I heard this really loud rumble right by my head. When I opened my eyes, it stopped immediately, but when I closed my eyes, it started again with whispers. Every time I closed my eyes, I started seeing these really disturbing images with, like, red shapes. Then I opened my eyes and got back on the phone and was like, I am really scared and I don't want to go to bed tonight. And then I scooched over to the left side of the bed because that's where the best service is in my room. And there was this massive black matter. I don't know what it was. It was like a cloud of something black next to me. End quote. No. Grande said she cried and watched it move in front of her bed before she fell asleep on the phone. The next night, her friend Tyler spent the night and witnessed the same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. How she went to sleep. Yeah, I, No, I would, I would have left. But. Right, yeah. exactly. 
It's also rumen, rumored that the English rock band The Cure refused to play in Kansas because of the cemetery. Hmm. Roger O'Donnell, the band's keyboard player, dismissed the idea as hearsay. Stull's connection to rock doesn't end there, however. Slash, a guitarist for Guns N' Roses, was involved in the production of a horror film that takes place in Stull. The band Urge Overkill named an album and a song after the location. Hmm. Maybe you believe, maybe you don't. There's something interesting about this cemetery that cannot be disputed, though. It could be that a number of coincidences made Stull Cemetery the perfect storm for dark and devilish rumors, or the coincidences aren't coincidences at all. Either way, the property has a number of highly suspicious features. The old burned-down church is in Topeka's 666 zip code, because honestly, where else would Satan live? Oh, mercy. That's it. That is wild. I was not expecting that from Kansas. I know. Okay. I'm telling you, the craziest ones are the... Yeah, that one one kind of surprised me, because, you know, I did the, like, Lake Lanier, and it's all kind of, like... It's a bit loose, right? Yeah. Like, like there's some stuff. And then, yeah. like, the, the really good one that I really enjoyed with Illinois, and it was, like, the rumor of the devil, baby, but the story was really about the woman. And, right. You know, but this is, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a full-on urban legend. Like, maybe you believe it. Maybe you don't. Right. But there is right. a yeah. lot of shady stuff going down in this town, right. whatever it is. Please don't come find me. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, please. That's for once I didn't get the evil spirits. Yeah, no joke. Good job, sister. Thanks for listening to Salt Over Your Shoulder a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at SaltThePod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com. Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash